Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 179 of the Picos Riley podcast. And I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emilson. Joining me, we have my co-host, Anomaly. Hello. And we are back from BlizzCon and various other things that we're doing in the last week, but mostly BlizzCon. Mostly BlizzCon. Yeah. Mostly BlizzCon. Yeah, so uh, I went to BlizzCon. I don't think you went to BlizzCon, correct? No, I was, yeah, I'm old and old it's far. Old and washed up, yep. <laughs> it's far away. I don't like, I don't like getting on planes and seeing people. So no, I was not yeah, there. Yeah. I watched everything I could, but uh, yeah. but yeah, no, I was not there in person, unfortunately. Uh, so that was, I went to BlizzCon last weekend. Uh, I was on a plane when we would normally have recorded the episode last week and we did yeah. not move it because I was actually not on a plane back home at that point so look we look at uh, you was... little world traveler well, over I the to US Texas I wouldn't call that world yeah, traveler it's, it's, like, it's like a different country down there so yeah well they wish <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough um but yeah a lot has happened in the past week not only did we have BlizzCon uh and uh the kind of like there were a bunch of interviews that happened at BlizzCon uh, some of which did not have their notes and VODs and things posted until after BlizzCon. So that's yep. always fun, the kind of week after. As well as Patch 10.2 released this past Tuesday. Um, I actually just logged on this morning for the first time nice. to uh, to get my, you know, get through collecting sparks and, and things for, for next week. Oh, you mean you haven't been in the Emerald Dream farming seeds all week? No. <laughs> God, some some degen. You miss it's a it was a it was a patch. I, I missed a whole slate of bugs. I saw a whole slate of bugs and a whole lot of degenerate behavior by yep. people trying to get a a augment rune a week or two weeks earlier than they need it. So, no, it's been a it's been a fun week. I mean, the I think at least for me. So I've played all the content, right? So I got a chance to jump in and play it all. If we do a quick recap of the week before we get into the BlizzCon stuff, but um, it's, I mean, it's the Emerald Gym. It's a, it's a beautiful zone. It's very, very pretty. Um, but it's, it's another formulaic, like do the, the quests that you have, do some world quests there, farm some rep. And there's like a couple of like interesting little like tidbits and like treasures you can find and stuff like that. So there's some, there's some nice stuff, but it's very much like, whatever the caverns place was uh was caverns that? yeah there like that that landmass like it's it's very much the same there so i will do enough to get the augment rune which is almost all the reps i might actually just cap out that rep um but yeah that it's it's just a very pretty zone um but i i did not i did not seed farm i'll say which was just yeah. um rough if the raid does not give reputation i'm probably not getting the augment rune but uh that remains to be seen yeah yeah, I don't know if it does, but um, I mean the the quests are. I mean it's 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 not a bad zone. There's like a there is a new thing. Maybe I'll touch on this one briefly. Is they they did add a like material dump quest where you basically like take a bunch of like cloth materials and things like that, and you turn it into like a a supply crate. And you have to turn in five supply crates for like a quest to give you rep, and you do it once a week. Um, and so like I might do that. It's but it's I have not a, a lot of yeah. Leather. Yeah, and they do it for. There's like a bunch of different ways to build the supply crate. So like, like the cloth is one example. But yeah, they have one for every major like gathering profession. Um, yeah, it's okay. a lot of mats though. It's like for one supply crate, it's like, I think it's something like 150 of like two kinds of leather, and then like some like enchanting materials mixed in there. So it's not a small amount, I'll say. I um, mean, 
150 is honestly not that much when you look at like oh it's I mean, true yeah the crafts require some of the the like items that you craft require like 300 that's fair that's fair yeah uh which granted that's a like a one-time craft thing not yeah. a you don't do a whole lot of those uh but yeah okay i mean so, yeah that might be a path for me to actually get it if the rep does not come from the raid like i'll show up once a week and turn in a rep quest yeah yeah but it's not it's not a bad zone i mean i will say it suffers the only the only downside and this i think is with any zone so this this would also occur in the azure span there's a lot of trees and a lot of overhangs and as you're dragon riding it can get very very disorienting um so like just getting to certain things i was like this is annoying (laughs) it's it was honestly like the way so this kind of plays into like the emerald dream element of it right they have a lot of like big and swooping tree branches and interesting shapes and loops and things and so that actually is kind of a nice environment for dragon riding i did notice like i found myself as i was flying from one quest back to the main hub like you know there's trees in the way and you know weaving between the branches and things and they're big branches not a lot of like the little twigs that just you know are an unstoppable force and just immediately stop you dead but there are like the big branches that let you do some you know fun little like swooping below one branch through a loop in another and you know that yeah. kind of thing so that that's kind of fun yeah i'll say that is until you're trying to find a treasure hidden in a tree branch and you're like oh yeah hitting I, every I, tree I, branch yeah <laughs> try to get up there so so um, uh, but you yeah, know yeah. the, the new zone is cool um i think we were i mean briefly um i have done zero prep for the raid other than like watching the vods when they came out on ptr so like yeah I do a bunch of stuff tonight and tomorrow night. Um, but I do have one update, non-retail related. Uh, in Classic WoW, I have defeated the normal Lich King. Um, nice. And so I'm basically done with that now. I'm not done. But uh, we beat, our guild beat normal Lich King, but we're also 9 of 12 heroic. So we're like actually crushing it out there. pretty good. Yeah, we're top, we're top 250 on our realm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Granted, I mean, the way that those classic servers work, that might be top 250 in your region. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I think we're on Fairlina, so... And also, like, I'm pretty sure, like, there's a bunch of, like, GDKPs that are run by, like, the top guilds that have, like, you know, guys have, like, five, six alts that, like, have also cleared it before us, so... Um, But no, we're doing... It's fun. Classic's fun. Killed Lich King. Took two pulls, which is a lot less than it took me back when I tried to kill it in whatever was current, 2008 or something ridiculous, so... Yeah. Yep. Um, making <laughs> some progress there. Very different. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um yeah. I have done a l- less prep than I was hoping to get done. But we have like we have we have raid plane diagrams mostly done. I still gotta do tinsel. We are not perks of being a weekend guild, we are not doing any fire act prep. Nice. We're our, our fire act prep is gonna be watching p- other people do it on Tuesday and then stealing whatever works. Right? Yeah like yeah oh god that's right that's what we have to actually do that i we might we might not get to them night one so i'll have wednesday night to check out stuff but yeah 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 um, so uh i i have I actually one of the things i did this morning was getting week stuff prepped um nice. there's no liquid pack or anything out yet obviously like they'll post it when they're done 
Um, So our week one is going to be pretty sparse. And then we'll see what they have in the liquid pack. um, If there's any useful assignment stuff, that was the big thing that like, there were a few different assignment things that we stole from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to like, while I am on that subject, I don't think this is in our notes. I just want to briefly mention they killed the map. We Cora. Oh yeah. Sorry. That's not in our notes. I, there was so much other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Just like real, real brief. Uh, you can no longer see yourself on it, basically. So there's no advantage to pinning onto the world map over just like showing a static image. Um, so those are dead. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's that's the whole thing. Uh, I hope you didn't try and reclear this week. Basically, uh, no. There we, were there we were other fun bugs, but also that. No, we haven't raided. Yeah, we did not raid this week. We typically don't raid the week of content namely because servers didn't come up till i think like eight o'clock tuesday night yeah uh and we're not in the best of shape and then yeah so no, and we then there were three sarkareths yeah i saw that i saw that there's also like we have a couple of our guys have have memory leaks there's a memory oh, leak no. if you, i think it's like a combination of like an amd and something else amd chip or like cpu and, and something else but yeah weird memory leak stuff so yeah it'll be it'll be fun be fun next week so um yeah. well cool maybe we've i think we've waxed poetic a little bit about last week maybe we get into our our blizzcon stuff yeah um so i wanted i wanted to start and i think we agreed uh, i want to start with our prediction a bit of a prediction recap right we made yep. predictions it's funny typically we make predictions of things i feel like we'd never go back and actually double check them we um, do occasionally occasionally yeah, we're gonna do that now yeah very very clearly so just quick hitters so i mean we all said 11.0 announcement nailed that like that was good i think we not only did we get the 11.0 we got the 11.0 we got the 12.0 we got the 13.0 yeah exactly so we maybe missed out on the fact that we're getting three two additional ones but we nailed 11.0 um we did miss on the roadmap though so we don't have a roadmap yet for 2024 um so that was one thing we did miss out on but um i think it was an ian interview i said that one is coming yes um so um yeah we uh we missed out on that, I'll say. Um, then we did make some predictions about the story. Um, I said, apparently I said Void Pirates. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> uh, I was not. and it's Not yeah, even we, close. No, not even. I'm, we're not playing the same sport at this point uh, with that prediction. Um, and you had to tie into Eridicron, which I don't. I, I guess it would depend. I guess it, it's a maybe. It's a maybe. That one is indeterminate. I, I yeah. think I'm happy to call it indeterminate. Uh, you know, it's certainly not, we can't call it a yes. Yeah. Uh, we could call it a no. Uh, we have no indication that the Ritacron is involved, other than I think there's two, like, kind of loose connections. So the War Within, we're going underground. Obviously, Ritacron is like the Earth Primal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second expansion that was announced is void themed. Um, And there are hints of void stuff in what we know about the next expansion. So there's like room for Eridicron to make appearances and be involved, but we have no indication that he actually is right. Yeah. Uh, There is still room basically for him to get wrapped up. One of the other announcements that we got, there's going to be three more content patches before uh 11.0 and what they mean by that is like 10.1.5 was a content patch it came with you know new events new zones new source stuff that's the kind of thing 
uh, that they mean by that. So we are going to potentially have room to wrap up Eridicron during mm-hmm. those um, yeah. in, you know, potentially some dungeon content, something smaller scale that is not as involved as a full rate tier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So topic wise, didn't really nail it. Um, our next piece is we did talk about a 10 to five announcement, which we didn't get at the BlizzCon ceremony, well, on like the ceremony on the main stage, but we did get it in interviews. So 10.25 is coming um, and it will feature a faded like mechanic, uh, including Dinar coming back, um, yep. which is uh, which is cool. Um, so yeah, so I, I think we, a bunch of people, a bunch of feedback on like what exactly faded means. I just hope they're not bad affixes or like it's just not affixes at all. It's just like, the fights are just like easier. We just get to blast them for like, you know, a couple months. So yeah, honestly. Um, but yeah, I was surprised though that we're getting a 10 to seven, which essentially is like that. We just mentioned the three content patches so that I think that was 10 to base, which comes out, which came out last week, uh, 10 to five and then a 10 to seven. So before we get 11.0, so got some stuff rolling out here. Um, our next set of predictions were on the 11.0 systems. Um, so what we thought would come in from like a systems point of view. Um, so this is sort of expansion level systems. So the first one was basically, I think it was me, was expanding the event system to replace world quests and dailies. So you were actually like <laughs> super close on this. So yeah, so they talked about Delve being like the new, so basically they talked a lot about adding more to the open world to give a progression pathway to open world players. And so this is like, we'll talk about this in more detail, but to me, this is Delves and this also um, the whole, great vault changing slightly in terms of like yeah. rewards yeah um and so i don't think they're getting rid of world quests or dailies per se but delve is becoming i think a larger component and sort of it they basically talked about it talked about it as a system of them expanding on like super bloom events in this patch or the um what are the emerald dream things in 10 the, the dream oh, surges dream, dream surges dream surges there we go yeah we yeah. got there yeah um so yeah, I was actually I was surprised how close I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I had not remembered how close you actually were on that prediction. Yeah. Um, I, let's shuffle this list a little bit, and we'll talk about yeah. the talent stuff at the end because I think it's yeah. it's useful yeah. to, to to do that. Uh, dragon riding in the old world actually technically wrong. That's true. Because it's not an eleven system. It is in fact coming before eleven We are getting dragon riding in old zones. Still unlikely to be Isle of Quel'Danas, uh, whatever. What's the where the Exodar is? Oh Blood yeah, Isle, those Blood those Mist, zones, yeah. the old um, ones that are like portaled off from the yeah, main like continent. Yep. Yeah. So, however, I'm excited about this. Otherwise, I just mention it. Uh, they did actually specifically say those are going to get as part of next expansion mm-hmm. kind of rejoined onto the contents that they are not technically but in terms of lore are connected to so uh yeah. we will be able to dragon ride actually everywhere that'll be uh, awesome 11.0. so yeah, it'd be cool to it'd be cool to fly over like i'm excited so the two places i'm excited to dragon ride are actually like uh darnassus or like the the world tree there i think would be pretty yeah. cool um and then also uh silver moon city yeah would be like the two there I'm, list, but yeah. I'm curious what they're going to do with Silver Moon City. Uh, that's going to yeah. be a cool one to see. Uh, it's 
part of a, the story for the next expansion, so it is going to actually get updates. And so we will see what the updates look like because, wow, does it show its age. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 funny. Having leveled a little bit uh, there, like in terms of like leveling even right now, yeah um in in wrath classic like it's very much like you can tell it's built like the old Stormwind is which is like a lot of facades like just a lot of like yeah. very tall walls so you can kind of like you can't really see over the top of it or go over the top of it so i'm assuming it looks like the old like yeah where Stormwind keep was literally just like a one pixel like texture yeah <laughs> uh, in the original game so before you could fly over it um but no yeah, yeah it's it's exciting like drag i guess what, what are they calling it, it is it like uh, a dynamic flight? Dynamic, dynamic flight. flight. Dynamic flight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's super exciting. Uh, yeah. But then then we get to talents, which is our other 11.0 system. And we both missed in different ways, I think. Yeah. I wasn't sure how they were going to do it. I was like, we're getting more talents. I don't know how. I know they don't want to do rows, but that's the only thing I can think of. So I said uh, talent tree rows with more points. Yeah. Uh, and I think you were like empowered nodes in talent trees. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, neither of those is right. What we actually got was Hero Talents, which is this secondary, well, I guess tertiary. It's like a third talent tree, a little mini talent tree in the middle yeah. um, that you fill out the whole thing over the course of leveling. And then uh, at the end game, you have the ability to switch between Hero Talent options. Like there's yep. different subtrees basically you can pick from, almost like subclasses. Uh, and then you also have the ability, like there are four choice nodes in each of them. So it also sort of functions like the old talent system, like, yeah, like six yeah. rows of three talents, except it's four rows of two talents. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's, you know, it's kind of neat. Uh, we're going to see, there's a lot of like flavor tied into these. One of the big things from BlizzCon was them showing off animation changes uh yeah. for this so uh which i'm never gonna be gonna exciting say. to see what we get yeah i don't i don't care about animation changes i do no oh god no the, uh, the pro here's my problem with animations in general is essence font gorgeous spell it's oh god i can't even say it's shit anymore because we cast it now fuck it should be removed from the game but in any event it looks beautiful it's just a bad spell yeah so. i mean I'm just Brewmaster, like monk animations still look really good kind of across yeah. the board. It's still really annoying that none of them use your weapon, basically. We used to yeah. have like if you use the Brewmaster artifact, there's a few that will use that. Um, but basically none of them use your weapons, which is kind of frustrating sometimes. I miss the old like mop era jab versus I don't remember what the other one. It was like jab and some kind of weapon strike and it would just switch yeah. based on what weapons you had equipped and it would do a different animation and that was really cool it, it i want that please blizzard <laughs> different animations that's fair yeah um, um so this next, next one was yours actually this was yeah yours. i said uh raid content current over the life of an expansion kind of in the wrath classic mold where you have this progression path and if you level a new character you want to go and you can do like nax 10 and get gear that will help set you up to jump into uh like their titan rune dungeons to help you jump into like you can go into ulduar and like not only are people still running it but the gear is still relevant you can do mm -hmm. ulduar 10 get gear to help you get into icc and then you can do icc so you still have these old zones and they are still relevant uh no word on that for yeah. retail which disappoints me 
Uh, the closest thing we're going to get, which I don't think counts, I'm happy to call this a miss, uh, is Faded, right? Where yeah. we know that's coming back, which is like kind of sort of this, but not this. Not over the, not over like the entire expansion, because your yeah, thing is like yeah. you do this over the entire expansion where Faded yeah. seems to be like their final tier of not having to do, you know, in our case, whatever the current Amdrasil for like, you know, nine months, right? Yeah. While we wait for the next expansion now. Yep. Um, so then our next uh, next prediction was Classic Plus. Um, and so I think you had, you were you were you talking about an alt expansion? Like basically like another expansion for Classic? So like not Burning Crusade, but like something different like expansion wise? Built um, on, specifically built on Vanilla WoW. Yeah. And my idea was focusing more on the elemental stuff that goes unresolved from Classic WoW. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I would... Personally, I would call this like a half because we didn't get an expansion, but we did get Season of Discovery, which has new raids for Classic, new systems for Classic, and it is built on the vanilla stuff. And, uh, well, the elemental thing remains to be seen. That's fair. Yeah, and I think, and and my my thing was like, not a full expansion, but just like an expansion on, really not like an expansion like we traditionally see them, but like expanding on existing content in the game, which I think is... I think we both I think, were close here. I think that's right? actually pretty spot on. The yeah. the runes that are going to be in Season of Discovery are predominantly out in the world, from what they said. Uh, so that seems accurate. I think you yeah. kind of nailed that one. Yeah. I should just it's a lot a closer than designer. mine. Just become a Blizzard designer at this point. Now, I mean, I'm and like I said, I think we talked about this a little bit in the pre-show. I'm really excited about this um, Season of Discovery. I've yeah. purposely read nothing about where to find these runes. I know that, like, I read. Well, nobody knows. Well, I mean, WoWheads like the data mining stuff. Like, come on, come on. You know that. You, uh, yeah, you know right. they're out there. You know yeah, they're out there. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think it's cool. I, I will say one just on this point because we're not. I don't think we'll talk about this in detail. The the guy, or I'm not going to say the guy, who the developer of Questy actually came out and made a post and was like, "I'm not putting in rune locations in Questy." So he's so like they were basically like I'll do all the new like quests and all that you know set up Questy to do that stuff but he's but they were like um I'm not gonna put rune locations in Questy which I think is like a cool like community thing of like yeah keep it keep it discoverable um, um I don't know how much we're gonna talk about it there was a demo of the Black Fathom Deep's ten player raid uh, that oh. is gonna be the level twenty five raid uh, in season of discovery you could play that at BlizzCon we actually had like. We had nine people from my guild plus one friend of the guild. Uh, so we actually went into the guild raid of Black Fathom Deeps. Oh, really? That's all, how uh, it, Was it fun? Was it like interesting? It was, it's the kind of thing that I would not want. Like, it was a fun experience. Like, I had a good time playing it with them. It's not a repeatable experience. I don't personally think, I, like, uh, it's classic. It's a leveling done raid. But yeah. it's still like classic tier like boss mechanics where the boss has like one or two mechanics and you just like it's extremely simple. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was fun to to do with people. We had a rogue tank and an ensa- uh, enhancement shaman tank and a mage healer. Oh, and, that's awesome. Uh, so that was just tons of fun. Um, that's super cool. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I said in the pre-show, I don't know if I'll actually play Season of Discovery. I'll probably load up a character pick something randomly yeah. right and and sort of mess around but i don't think i'll do it with any serious thing but i think it's super cool that 
like essentially blizzard now has it like to be fair like two games under development like yeah. you have retail and now you have this like which is which i think is really cool so yeah speaking um, of games under development we also i think this was the freest one besides yeah. the 11.0 announcement 100 we're getting cataclysm classic um Woo! We have some news about things they're going to bring forward. I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's still, there's still a lot of gray in kind of what they said. Uh, But we do know that it, well, it sounds like they're going to bring forward the Titan Rune dungeon system that they uh, currently have in in, uh, in Wrath Classic uh, to kind of keep dungeons relevant over the course of the expansion. Uh, We are going to see. a much faster release schedule, which I think is par for the course in classic yeah. these days. Uh, but in particular, they made a note of like your troll dungeons are not going to be like a four or five month content patch. Yeah. Um, it might have actually been longer than that in the original classic. I don't remember, but it was, it was, you got your three raids, then you got troll dungeons. Yep. And then it was, or was it Firelands or Fortress? Either way, it was a long time. Yeah, there was Firelands and then Troll Dungeons and then yeah, 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 yeah. which will be yeah, which I'm yeah, I'm super stoked for Classic Cat because I, I, I was I will tell it for me personally this is the one expansion that I took the most like the most amount of breaks or didn't really play it as much yeah um I think at the time I was I was traveling for work and like yeah doing that stuff but yeah this is the one expansion where I spent like the least amount of time actually in the game I'll say so. I think this is actually this is going to be an interesting one for me. I want to go back and try the leveling again and see how yeah. it holds up to my memory of it, because I don't recall it being as bad at this point as it became in later ones. Outside of a couple of outliers like Marksmanship Hunter, uh, yep. aimed shot being like one shot basically for free. You just picked marks- marksmanship and could just you won every open world encounter. Yeah, um, but. It is going to be interesting. In some ways, it's actually kind of ironic that I think it's the fact that it remakes the world as a turnoff for a bunch of people. Yeah, which is funny because it's the world we've had the longest at this point, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'll, well, I mean, we'll see. Like, uh, I'll definitely at least level and test it out because I, I have a bunch of it. Like, for me, I, we, I leveled before I started this new job. So, like, my leveling experience was like me and like six of my buddies staying up all night. One of them being yeah. like, I'm going to drink a bunch of Red Bull and smoke a pack of cigarettes. I'll be fine. And literally at like, what, what was level cap 80? Like level yeah. 79, he passed out his computer and like doesn't wake up for like 12 hours. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so like I've had, I have a ton of like older memories about at least the leveling part of it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I only I- killed Neff and that was it, like the opening raid. So yeah, I am excited about the doing the catas zones again like obviously you can do them in current wow but it's a just a different experience doing it when they are kind of the current zones yeah um so i'm excited about doing that i will probably i don't know if i will boost or if i will actually finish leveling my rogue yeah i yeah we'll see i depending on when it comes out i might actually boost up a third character because i'm in i'm enjoying i'm enjoying like the laid back like it's it's nice when number one i'm not a healer in these raids and number two i have zero like i'm just a raider like i'm not yeah i don't have any responsibility outside of just like showing up and making sure i have enough flasks to last us the night right so yeah. um but cool yeah those are i think those are all of our predictions so i mean i think we did fairly well i mean we missed i think pretty heavily on the topic issue 
Um, yeah. Missed pretty heavily on on talents, but I think yep. the rest of them were we're close. We we're close. Yeah. Um, so cool. Well, let's actually talk about what was talked about at BlizzCon. Um, and so I think maybe we'll start this with like, hey, major announcement stuff from the ceremony. Then we can get into some of like the new systems we know are coming with 11.0 and, and those areas. So, um, so yeah, so huge announcements, you know, Blizzard or BlizzCon, I'm sorry, uh, main stage stuff was super hyped. They, um, they, of course, announced 11.0, the cinematic, honestly, honest to God, like I watched after that cinematic, I went on YouTube and was like, uh, there was a there's a YouTube video. I think it's like probably six or seven hours long, but it's every WoW cinematic in like chronological yeah. order. I started watching it because I'm like, they like Taron Gregory and that's I'm maybe it's not only him, but that cinematics team at WoW has been good since the start. I realized like even before Taron yeah. got there because he did like all the Wrathgate stuff. That's where he got. I think he started around that area, but even like the TBC stuff and like the cla- even the original classic cinematics so good. So. Now, the cinematic was great. Tons of, um, you know, it's Anduin and Thrall. Tons of callbacks to, like, the Lich King, which I think is that whole theme of, like, the war within. I think Anduin's fighting a bunch of demons inside of him. But there was a lot of, like, parallels to, like, Lich King and him potentially trying to battle that uh, battle the demons of what he did while he was under Dominion magic. But, um, but no, yeah, we get, to, we get to go back and mess around with the sword, which... It's funny to me. Uh, so thinking about it, just uh, maybe maybe this isn't how it's supposed to work out, or maybe this is all how it's supposed to work out. But it's funny to me that Metzen's last big story beat he did was the end of Legion, right? Yeah. And so we are essentially picking up from how Legion ended with like this new, like with the next expansion, essentially like trying to understand what the sword was, what they were trying to stab, and all that fun stuff. Um, and Metzen's back. <laughs> for this wasn't yes. here for bfa wasn't here for shadowlands wasn't here for you know dragon uh dragonflight but but he's back now so i think That's, maybe he's like he's like these last three expansions in the bin with the story we're all, we're all about uh all about this uh picking up where we left off in legion so there there is also like um he talked about how much discussion they had about the story where they were going to go what they were going to do and honestly like so dragonflight's kind of a break in the story from where things were with the previous expansions it's mm-hmm. totally different it's isolated and part of me wonders if we are going to see a Riddicron, uh kind of get wrapped up uh yeah. during the rest of this expansion just so they can start fresh but at the same time there are enough connections to what they talked about for the war within that i could see him kind of being a bit player throughout the next expansions but it was interesting how heavily the uh, what was done to Anduin during Shadowlands, which is probably like maybe the only really good yeah. story beat from Shadowlands. Um, how much of a thing that was like, that's what the cinematic is about. Anduin is yeah. sitting there on a rock in the desert, staring at the sword and coming to terms with the fact that he hurt and killed people while he was, you know, mind controlled. Exactly. And, so that's a you know that's actually a very like comic book esque story yeah. line, right? Like uh, think of like the Winter Soldier or something from from Marvel Comics, mm-hmm. kind of that same deal. Um, but it was a very different cinematic. It was a very uh, kind of quiet story driven. Oh, yeah. Like you know, if you look back at like the Legion one, the Legion one is like very action packed. It's rule of cool just adrenaline start to finish very exciting this was a like 
it's not the Final Fantasy announcement one, but it's I would not be surprised to see a cinematic like this appear during questing in a final in like Final Fantasy 14, right? Yeah. Like this is and it's gonna be interesting to see where they go. Um and see how the story progresses. Uh it's in some ways kind of feels like they might be setting up a science of the seventh dawn. For those of you that have played Final Fantasy, you'll know what that means, kind of like the the group of characters that the player adventures with that have the adventure and offer commentary and have these experiences and can be a voice for the yeah. player. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that all, uh, all that works out. Yeah. No, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was really it definitely, like you said, a huge change of pace, I think, even from Dragonflight. I think Dragonflight yeah. wasn't as action packed right? Like as, yeah. as Legion or even shadowlands was but i think it it um yeah i don't know it, it to me wow is always best when you have a character that you care about and i think like this cinematic did a very good job of making me want to care about anduin like i yeah. would say like to be fair like this did more for me understanding his struggle than all of shadowlands did oh like, yeah right? like the, the way that shadowlands like i knew he was mind controlled i knew he probably didn't want to do it but like even the cutscenes, like between the different patches are like didn't even the final like the the way the story wrapped up in shadowlands like didn't lend itself to like this much of an initial struggle he had right all we knew was yeah. like anduin was going away to follow sylvanas and like sylvanas had to stay in the mall because that was her punishment right and it's just like you don't yeah, you don't get that there was some sort of struggle with him, right? Other than they just didn't know how to end it, right? Like, that's sort yeah. of what I got out of it. So and it is kind of funny as well. Like, uh, I was talking to somebody that's like familiar ish with Shadowlands. Like, they didn't play it, yeah. but they were adjacent to people who were playing it. And like, they knew, like, they knew Anduin was a raid boss. Yeah. And we're like, what the hell happened to Anduin when they watched this cinematic? That was their reaction is, what the hell happened to Anduin? Yeah exactly like yeah he's been through some shit and like now you're like oh yeah now i get it like right like it makes sense yeah. but none of that uh, to me i mean i think it, i think you're supposed to infer it right like based on just who anduin was and things like that but it's yeah there is a there is a mo there is sort of something different when they like it to show it in in the cinematic so no it was it was really well done um but yeah i think and then following on so go and watch cinematic i guess that's the big thing it's freaking amazing um yeah. But going on from this, they then not only announced the War Within, which is 11.0, but they also announced the next two expansions, uh, basically calling this the World Soul Saga. Um, and so we have the War Within as 11.0, we have Midnight as 12.0, or the the expand the next the second expansion, this trio, and then we have the Last Titan is as the name of the final expansion, which sort of gives sort of the a little bit of a of the where the story is going, right? So, like this expansion is all about diving into the center of Azeroth, understanding exactly what Sargeras was trying to stab with that sword, whether it was a world soul or something else, right? Um, yeah. And then you know, it sounds like Midnight will be very much the the voidy expansion, so we get some void lords um, type stuff coming on. So maybe some things around like corrupting or manipulating. Um, characters around what to do with the world soul and the last titan like i don't know that just i mean that could be anything right like that could be like like we, so there's there's a few just, different ways you could read that right like yeah. it could be like the death of the titans the other titans yeah. it could be that like azeroth is the final titan to be born it could be like i don't know yeah like, like tons of stuff yeah yeah 
but um but it gets it to also, me oh, sorry oh i just wanted to like yeah. medicine dropped in there like basically the razageth you know you think the titans brought order to this world uh thing that we will see how that gets paid off basically like is yeah. there supposed to be this like the titans are not who we think or is there like is that just like baiting people basically yeah yeah no yeah i think this is i think to me this is the the part of wow lore that i think is the coolest right like i think the the just the titans in general and like that part of the lore to me is always i think much more interesting than i mean the old gods i guess it's i guess it's really all the original lore right the old gods the titans right stuff like yeah. that where like i feel like a lot of the, the new the stuff one thing missing the is the elementals and that's like yeah. the only bit yeah and they've i mean we've i feel like we've killed them too much but maybe maybe they'll bring them back once again this has um, been kind of a very elemental expansion so yeah that's true that's true um but no i think yeah so we get the next three expansions um or we get three yeah the next three expansions announced at least in name um so that's really really cool and uh and yeah we know the sort of the next part of the story which i think is i think will help set up wow because they talked a lot about this also is like are we are they releasing expansions too quickly right like are are have we sped up to the point of we're going to get a new expansion probably you know two years right which is what to be fair ghost crawler said back in like i think like in like after or something like, yeah like after cat they were like we'll hit an expansion every two years and then they um, failed every single time exactly. honestly actually the first time they actually succeeded was shadowlands yeah not is... counting like warlords actually just having one raid patch right like yeah. that had high ball oh i guess they had blackrock foundry yeah and then yeah and then hellfire citadel yeah but yeah and no it's it just wasn't <laughs> wasn't there yeah no they did um yeah i mean so so they did talk a little bit about that like the speed at which this is coming out but i think it's nice to know the the next three which i think does two things number one it allows them to i think get through that content quicker because they've said these are the three things we're going to hit and so I don't think people will feel the people won't like it, but I think in general people feel a little bit more understanding of okay, we have these story beats they want to hit inside of these expansions, and this is how they're laying it out. And I think too, the other nice part about this is you you're invested, right? Like I am now like if I play the War Within and I enjoy the starting story, I know where I'm going, so I'm now invested to basically make it through, right? Yeah. Like it's very much the the Destiny syndrome, like where Destiny had this ten year plan, right, and people are kind of playing. Uh, maybe not so much anymore, but to see the end of that story. And I think very much too, as like the, um, the way that Lich King is sort of what many people consider like the end of classic or like original Warcraft, right. Is like, yeah, Lich King was the big bad that we had started with in more three and the RTS games and then like sort of followed through. So I think in this, this sort of helps them maybe keep people more invested. I'll say from like a story and that point of view versus just like, hey we have a new expansion in there we're going to this new world and it's this cool thing right like they can they now have sort of a long-term pathway of taking us so i don't know i do think that there is also the element of like shadowlands doing serious damage to oh yeah how much people care about the lore and the story um like getting to the end of this like the jailer is the mastermind behind <laughs> it all just complete fucking nonsense exactly right? Yeah. And it's just like if this is the way they're going, then I just won't care, right? Like we yeah. were we were doing like lore corner and stuff like that, and patch recaps and all this stuff, and just like we haven't done one since basically because it got it, well, it got too convoluted, and I'd be like, I don't, I think it's number one, I'm not, I'm 
I tried to get into the lore of Le- like maybe I picked the wrong expansion trying to get into the lore, I'll yeah. say. <laughs> right. But um, but yeah, no, it was just it it got to the point where like they, that jailer no, where he they were like, Oh, he is like a hand in everything. He's the reason like dreadlords exist or whatever. I don't even know if they said that, but to me that's what I read into, right? It's just like, yeah, too much, too much from for me. Yeah, so, so that that was <laughs> Shadowlands did a lot of damage. I think there's also maybe well, I hope that there's kind of a recognition that the way they currently deliver story is not the greatest at actually communicating story. Mm-hmm. Um, we will see. Like, I think they have done better in Dragonflight, but at the same time, like, I definitely just zoned out for a bunch of the like go here kill X quests in in Amir Jasil this morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the problem too is like I. This is and this might be my issue with some of the new content too. Is like I did I didn't I did Zerlock Caverns like twice because I needed things for the ring, right? That yeah. was the ring thing. Like no, that was the other zone. Oh. Okay. Whatever that other zone was. So yeah. whatever that was. I did that maybe two or three times. Never really explored the island beyond getting like the dragon riding tokens. And so like I think they do need a better I think in the future, like they do a very good job of setting up the expansion, but then continuing the story in the expansion. Yeah. I think they need to, and this is probably the hard part. It's like they need to mix in more story-driven cinematics, like they do with the opening, right? Yeah, like not the and, in-game stuff, but like the actual like. Yeah, out of game I mean, cinematics. I, I guess I will note that there are actually quite a few like in-game cinematics during the questing experience, today, and that's like where you like basically are communicated that like you should sit up and yeah. pay attention to this. This is a, a major story beat that's happening. We invested time in this voice-acted cinematic, and yeah, that's you know, true. Maybe I should start. The, those. those are are there um oh. so that's kind of nice but we'll see yeah. we will see uh the other thing so we're moving on a little bit towards the uh the what's next panel that they did i i want to make a note we're not going to talk about blizzcon like structurally like what what went out at blizzcon and the issues yeah. with blizzcon and the lines and the everything there were not very many panels that's the extent of what i'll say that yeah. normally when there's a blizzcon we have like panels and panels and panels and we have like four months of, po- of podcasts to do yeah. basically we have two panels so yeah for a while we're, we're gonna do two panels <laughs> <laughs> um and so the what's next focused on more of like the lore and the story and the, the less on the systems i think yeah. they We'll talk about the deep dive that does go into more of the systems. Uh, but one of the things I wanted to bring up for that is that when they did the what's next, uh, this kind of goes back to what I said about the science of the seventh dawn. They actually yeah. highlighted, you know, Anduin, Thrall, Magni, Alaria. Oh, yeah. As being people that are going to be major players, characters that are going to be major players during uh, the next three expansions. And that's kind of like one of the strengths of the Final Fantasy storytelling is that you actually have had like six of the same characters that have carried from a realm reborn, which is when they relaunched the game after the disaster that was like version Mm -hmm. 1.0 all the way through to the current expansions. And so they've actually like, you get to see how they've changed. And so we get hints of that with the cinematic with Anduin and Thrall. And so there's, they may be moving in that direction because it works. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, and I will say, like, I, I think at the time when they killed off, who was it? Bane, right? Or not Bane. 
he was the original Torrent leader, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Bane they killed off. off. Yeah. Yeah. Bane. And then they also killed off um, the. Was it Karen? It was his. Once the, the son, one's Karen. the father. I don't remember which is which. Yeah. I think Karen's the the, the original. And then, then they also killed off the um, the troll guy. Um, Zuljin. 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 Like, I applauded them at the time because I'm like, if you kill off a major lore character, like, that's. Su- like, there's. It's a very Game of Thrones esque thing. I think the problem is they never replace those characters with like yes. the same level. And I think, I think that's the thing that they have to do moving forward. Is it's cool to have the same band of like in character, like you know, basically characters you're following and adventuring with, right? But I think for 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 me, story wise, it's always not that they have to kill off somebody every expansion, but like right. the problem is, is like when Thrall eventually is not like the thousand year old orc, right? Like eventually they should get rid of thrall i think um as as wild as that sounds but like they have to have a character that can slide in and be the next thrall and i think that's yeah. going to be they have to set that up before before they basically kill off the character which i don't think they did with voljin and i don't think they did with with karn right yeah like i think bane now sort of fits on their own but yeah yeah and there's also things like if you look back at the structure of the past like four expansions right like who do you who are you supposed to care about for this expansion for Dragonflight. Yeah. Like it, it is kind of like a one-off, like we're going to have any adventures and it's fine. That's fine as a standalone. But you look at like the previous ones and it's like, who are you supposed to like the BFA uh, Shadowlands and to an extent Legion was like the Sylvanas show and Sylvanas right. was the villain, right? Yeah, at the end, yeah. Which was which was a great like if they would have had supporting characters on the horde side behind her, I think that yeah. would have been a great turn. Right. Yeah. Like similar. I mean, like but all they, of the they, supporting characters they had were like a patch long. Right. You yeah. Remember, like we had uh, Princess Salanchi in yeah. BFA that like there's stuff there, and they just didn't go anywhere with it. Princess Talanji was like part of the base content patch, and then showed up once or twice the rest of the expansion, and it was completely forgotten about. And it's hard to. Yeah. It is hard to get invested in in characters that you just like kind of can assume that pretty much any character you see in World of Warcraft is not going to be a long term. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but they've done it. I mean, they did it with Hellscream with with Garrosh and yeah. Siege of Ogrimmar, right? Like they did that whole good guy turned villain. Although I don't know if Garrosh was ever really a true good guy, but I, you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how the story goes. But I'm I'm at least excited that we've got these next sort of three expansions mapped out. We have a. It seems like we have a overarching story arc to connect the three, which hopefully yeah. should be fun. So, um, all right. Well, we've talked about the story a ton. <laughs> yeah, and we don't have too much time. At least at least to get through. So I don't want to rush the next up. But I did want to, maybe we talk a little bit about warbands and talents if we can get to it. But talk a little bit. Yeah. I think warbands. We don't have a lot is, of knowledge about talents as well. I think yeah. we can fit talents in. Yeah. So um so one of the major I'll say 11.0 uh expansion features they announced was Warbands, which is essentially to be fair is like a account-wide progression is like the best way to describe it. Essentially like all of your characters contribute to a now account progression, right? So like you can, you know, like for example, Renown I think will be shared across all of your characters. You no longer have to farm Renown on your main and then your alt, right? Um, you'll have a warband bank where you can place things in your bank like reagents and then craft across characters. Similar uh, to the, if like any, basically any ARPG, like you have a shared stash. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's that. There's also, um, so we talked about like, yeah, like um, 
renowned or like reputation progression. They're also adding in what they're calling a warband gear, um, which um, seems to function much like the the trinkets from Garrosh. Remember the um, the heirloom yeah. trinkets, where yeah. it's like an additional like drop from killing something. Um, and it basically is called a warband item, or it's warbound. Warband war bound. bound. Yes, warbound is that? Is it? You know, I I don't, don't know how they it. it for me. I thought it was called warbound, like as a you know, kind of parallel to soulbound. Yeah. Um, the way that these work, from what we've been told so far, is like you said, they're extra push personal loot. They can come from. Um, we don't have any dungeon journals or anything for the next expansion, so we don't know if it's going to be like. You know, any raid boss can drop any like warbound item and you can put it in your stash and, you know, take it out by one of your alts mm-hmm. um, and and that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's safe to assume they won't be tradable. Like you just get it and it's supposed to yeah. be a thing for your alt and you just like throw it in your stash and, and, you know, use it for, you know, your second, third, whatever character. Yeah. Um, and once you use it, it is soul bound. And it's soul bound, yeah. So there's not going to be this thing of like building up a mail set, using it for your shaman, then transferring the whole thing en masse to your hunter. Right. Um, that kind of deal. Um, but it is actually, I think, pretty interesting as a way of trying to. I'm going to, I'm going to keep coming back to Final Fantasy because they keep, they keep doing it. <laughs> they just keep doing it. Um, when you, when you do dungeon content especially in final fantasy 14 mm-hmm. you will be able to get items that your current job your your class cannot use um and other people may not be able to use it anymore they may not want it they may have upgraded it you know yeah. like you might get a white mage item that the white mage in your group is like i've already got a better one yeah and so you can then like get it on a greed roll and when you switch jobs to white mage, now you can use it. And it's just not a super high island level piece, but it's better than nothing. Right. I think that was the, that was the thing. Cause like very much, you made the, the, uh, like the shared stash with ARPG sort of example. And like, that's something that has happened to me before, like playing like POE or even Diablo three of like yeah. getting a drop for a different class. I'm not playing and being like, this is a really good legendary or really good artifact. Yeah. Right maybe I'll roll up a sorceress now because I got like the best sorceress like item for that thing. And I think that that's sort of, that's sort of the cool thing about this is like, it basically alleviates to me the worst part about playing an alt, which is doing a bunch of the monotonous thing before I get to play the game. Right. You get stuck in that. There's that gap between world content, like, and, and mythic, like, or mythic plus dungeon mythic dungeon even sometimes yeah. even like oh, getting into a heroic dungeon is a fresh level 70 or you know oh yeah a few pieces of like getting a just a handful of warbound gear suddenly means that like hey you can just log in you can throw on your warbound gear you can queue up for heroic dungeons and you could just like go and play the game exactly yeah it's that sort of like intermediary thing of like the monotonous grind for like certain things and they also talked to i don't i don't think they I don't think they, I don't know if they brought this up, but I know, I believe someone asked a question, maybe it was on like currency and war bounds, right? So like how will like the crest system work? I don't know if we ever got an answer for that, but I think, I think the answer that they were giving just about the idea of like, do you now need to have a bunch of alts to be competitive was like, essentially like the answer there was like, there's, there's, their answer is no, right? They don't want this to turn into like a, 
a Lost Ark situation, which if you didn't play that game, like you basically played your alts to funnel resources for your main to be better. And like, yeah, they basically don't want war, ba- war bands to be that. Um, and so. I think one of the reasons that this is like one of the reasons they're presenting it as war bands is so they can call it an expansion feature. Like, yeah, that's like the, the cynical way to look at it. But also, I think this kind of terminology makes it a little bit easier to explain what is and is not account wide. Yeah, because I basically expect like crests high level stuff like that kind of or high eye level stuff you know mm-hmm. is going to not be warbound right and they can communicate i think a little bit more cleanly than trying to slam like battle not net account bound on everything yeah. exactly uh, yeah it's a little bit less awkward yeah because i think they, they even talked about like the one percent titles won't be warbound type things right that you'll get that on the character but like portals so like doing you know timing dungeon 20s portals. dungeon portals will be a war band wide i, we have to I have a, a word for bunch that. of the ones from season four on my mage that i did not go back and get on my monk and yeah. so that'll be nice to have those um Maybe this will finally fix. We have a person in our guild that did all of the raiding with us in season four and somehow managed to not get the portals, the raid <laughs> portals. They have the achievements, so they're supposed to grant it, and they they just don't have the portals. And the customer support Blizzard was not very helpful. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and uh, maybe this will finally fix that. Maybe maybe it'll you know prod poke the right things to be like ah you actually have all the things this is now a warbound raid portal and now you have it yeah exactly exactly one can help one can yep. help um so that's that's cool one last thing about that uh people have been talking a lot about account basically account bound reputations for this mm-hmm. the announcement this got buried in all the excitement about it the announcement is that the reputations are announced in the war within are going to be warbound yeah, it will, it will, your warband is what counts for them. Not all old reputations, but they were working on that. Yeah, and so I will. I just want to bring that up for two reasons: one, don't get too excited, and two, with how like you do you remember before the launch of Dragonflight, they were like, "We are working on on cross faction guilds." Yeah, like. We, we, we've done cross-faction groups. We are working on cross-faction guilds. And there was skepticism, including from me, about when we were going to get that. Right, yeah. And basically whether we were going to get that in the realistic time frame. And they did deliver on it. Like, we have cross-realm guilds. They work. They're great. Um, so, did I say cross-realm? Cross-faction. Yeah, cross-faction, yeah. Spoilers, though, because cross realm guilds and raiding next expansion for the release patch which also means that the barrier like the hall of fame kind of trigger of turning on cross realm mythic is going away as well cross realm mythic from day one i am curious what that will end up doing to people's pug experiences for mythic if that means that we will see people pug further into mythic because like at the launch basically when everybody's there you have mythic available yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. I think yeah, the cross like this to me is Blizzard essentially setting like essentially setting up for a long tail on WoW, meaning like the idea where like most I feel like MMOs 
die is when you don't have enough players in a like enough concentration of players right and yeah. so by working on this feature now essentially they can say we can keep all 200 realm servers we have up and running it doesn't yeah. matter because you can cross realm any of the actual like Everything. higher level yeah high level guilds mythic there's literally nothing anymore the auction house i guess the only thing that still applies is like crafting orders basically yeah are yeah, on your orders. realm um and who knows we did not get any information about crafting other than yes there will be more crafting yeah. um yeah. so that could be changing too you never know yeah so yeah so i mean that that was i think the other part of war war bands is like the also the idea that your alts can be anywhere right so like not only are yeah. your and still be like in the same guild still potentially do like similar content which i think is I know. I think it's 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 awesome. Like I, I think that's been the biggest struggle, not struggle, but like for me and some of my friends. When like whenever my because I'm the only person who actually plays well with any consistency. Like when they want to come yeah. back, it's always like, "What server are you on now?" Oh, last time we played, we played Alliance, and like, great. Now I have to like re-level something up or cross, you know, yeah. transfer something. And so like now it's yeah, just play with whoever you want, which I think is, yeah. is really cool. And so. and that's um, I guess maybe we don't talk about talents. I do yeah. think that the cross realm stuff is actually like really important for guilds that get kind of caught in this gap between AOTC and CE. Yeah. Where nobody is going to transfer to, not nobody, but like very few, it's very hard to find people that are willing to pay transfer costs uh, to switch servers to come raid with your guild that does 5 of 9 Mythic. Right. It's a pretty big barrier of asking somebody to be like, hey, will you invest $20 in coming to join us? Yeah. Um, and if you can't do that, then you basically have somebody in the guild that can't participate in cross in a mythic until like a month and a half, two months into the tier. Right. And that basically just means that like they're minus one on your roster and yeah. that sucks. So this is going to be nice for that kind of upper end heroic where you get through heroic pretty quickly and then you can start working on mythic and you can actually have people join you and you can pug people and you can like, Oh yeah, no, it'll 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 make recruiting so much easier. Even for like even for I'd say like guilds like mine, right? Like the idea of being like, if someone comes from off server and we're like, we'd love to trial. We don't really have a spot, but we'd love to trial you. Like, rather than have them spend the money to transfer over to like join, like even if this is like earlier on the tier, like then it's yeah. it's just nice that they can they can just join and do that. Or just like like I said, I think for us, like we have a bunch of people who play alliance characters too. So it's like they're kind of already in the guild. Um, but they're all their alliance like on you know in our case malganus which is like there's no alliance on malganus <laughs> so like it's a very weird situation but no it's yeah. uh i think this is i think this is like breaking down these barriers i think makes sense for the game nowadays because it's just like there's the the problem i think that most games have when they implement this sort of like faction or like sides perspective is it there will always be the, it's sort of like a snowball effect where one side gains a slight advantage early and then everyone moves to the side that has the advantage. And there's so yep. much information out there that like, if you even casually follow a game, like you will be like, regardless of what the game is, you'd be like, Google, like, what is the best faction in this MMO? And somebody'd be like, well, this one has the most population. So you go there, right? Any new player that comes in, well, we're kind of trained to do that, like playing games nowadays is like Google it and Google will tell you what the best thing to do is. So yeah, and yeah. I think this is this is really cool to to have them implement. So yeah, this is, um... This is going to be good. And it's just like, we've talked about very little in terms of like game system stuff, but one of the yeah. things kind of to end cap us, uh, one of the things that 
Morgan Day in the deep dive said over and over and over and over was evergreen permanent systems. Yeah. Like bringing things that they're like, this is not going to be like islands that was abandoned after an expansion or war fronts that was abandoned after half of a patch or, <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. Torghast or yeah. any of these things. It's, they're trying to build things that are like Mythic Plus to stand the test of time and that they can keep building and iterating on and working on. Um, so yeah, that's all really exciting. The actual thing that I actually want to actually end on. Yeah. Uh, we're doing more predictions. Okay. More predictions. Oh, um, Jesus. I wasn't set up for we, this. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up. I'm, yeah, you're being set up is what's happening. Oh, um God. I've pulled up the hero specs list. So this is the list of the hero talent uh, trees that can be on. There are three per class. We're not going to talk about demon hunters or druids. Uh, and the way it works is that every one no. of these hero specs is available to two actual like main specs of your class. So the monk ones, each one of these is like one of them is available to Windwalker and Brewmaster. One of them is available to Brewmaster of Mistweaver, and one is available to Mistweaver and Windwalker. Predictions: Which ones? Oh which? no! Uh, so I think Condor to the Celestials. Oh no! Okay, so Condor. So so Condor to the Celestials. I'm saying is going to be Mistweaver and Windwalker. Okay. Um, so that's my prediction there. Um, so then we need... So There's the Master Mystery... of Harmony and Shadow Pan. Yeah, so Master of Harmony... So I'm going to go on a limb here. I think Master of Harmony is going to be Windwalker and Brewmaster, which I know is not the popular opinion in the community. Okay. Um, and I think Shadow Pan will be... Uh, or no, I lied. I mean, I need to change that. Condo Celestials is Mistweaver and Brewmaster, and then okay. Shadow Pan is Mistweaver and Windwalker. Okay, so and that means Master of Harmony would be Windwalker, uh, Brewmaster. Windwalker, Brewmaster. Okay. Yes. That's spicy. I hope you wrote that down. I did. I put. I added it. I'll. I'll put it in our notes so we have nice, it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yes. Um, what about cool. you? What, All right. What are your, what are so your predictions. I, I'm a little bit driven by this. Is like results oriented thinking, like. I, I want it to be a certain way. Yeah. Which is specifically, I don't want the Celestials one to be the Brewmaster one. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so that makes it pretty easy for what you want that one to be. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, Mistweaver, Windwalker. Okay. Uh, and then I think Master of Harmony is going to be Mistweaver, Brewmaster. Okay. Um, although I could go either way on that one, honestly. Okay. Um, I just think... Master of Harmony always going to include Mistweaver, basically. Like I'm confident that one has Mistweaver in it. Oh, okay, confident. Um, and then Shadow Pan, I think, is going to be Brewmaster Woodwalker. Brewmaster, okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I like that. Well, I've I've written these down, so I think we'll have to wait a little bit till we get the those details. Yeah. But we have um, uh, the alpha for this. They said it was going to be in the spring, which yep. typically is going to mean probably like March is generally considered the beginning of spring. I yeah. don't know if they're using financial calendar where like spring the is second Q1, quarter, or yeah, or Q1. if or if they mean like actual spring. Yeah. So we will see. Uh, we will see, but that is going to be it for the show today. 
thank you all for watching and or listening. And if you enjoyed it and you want to support the show and uh, the work that we do over on Peak of Serenity, you can do that over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash Peak of Serenity. And of course, come and join the Discord. It is the best place to speculate wildly <laughs> about course, what we are going to get in the next expansion. We have no information, as a reminder, no information on what is actually in these hero, hero talent trees. Um, Zero clue. So that remains to be seen. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 fun times. Everybody's excited. Uh, and not only is there new expansion news, there is, of course, new raid stuff. And raid it is... Stuff. Come join the Discord. Great place to keep up on all the new talent stuff, new rotational stuff that is currently being figured out. For, <laughs> I think I think every spec. I think yeah. Windwalker is maybe more solidified than than Brewmaster or Mistweaver, but yeah, yeah we're, we're getting it locked in. It'll we have we have trinket hotfixes still, so we have yeah, at least one more true. day to all those going. So we'll figure that out. In the, in the uh, next, uh, Kate hours. is Kate is still doing some serious sim work for Brewmaster. Nice, uh, nice. So, yeah. yeah. Always fun, yeah. always fun. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.